Hello, everyone. This is Rich Sports Talk, Sports Talk Worth a Million. I'm your host, Owen Rich. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Where do I even begin? So much to get into in that Monday night debacle, and I have a lot to say about this. And I know a lot of you that have watched this before, you know where I'm going, but I'm going to save that for a bit because I'll get to the first point, which is Sam Darnold. And look, I'm going to preface this by saying he was awful last night. He made a lot of bad throws. He made a lot of bad decisions. And of course, the famous, I'm seeing ghost line. It was a horrible night for Sam Darnold. And many people are saying it that this is his butt fumble moment. And for the New York Jets, they have to do everything in their power to make sure that doesn't happen. Because look, if Darnold becomes a good quarterback and is this franchise quarterback, no one's going to remember this game. No one's going to remember this moment. It'll be a little fun footnote maybe in history. But for everyone saying it's all Darnold's fault, oh really? Don't worry, Adam Gase, I'm going to get to you in a minute. Don't don't you worry, I'll get to you. But I'm going to start off with this. Let's be honest, Jet fans. Even though the media was saying this was going to be a close game, you felt down your hearts, look, just be competitive. And they weren't last night. You look at the Jets right now, that offensive line on its best day is average. Coming into that game last night, they were missing their starting left tackle, left guard, and oh, by the way, Ryan Khalil, who they brought out of retirement, just happened to snap one out of the end zone, basically, for a safety, and then left the game with an injury. So this team was down three offensive starters in the late second half, and started the game with two brand new starters. They have receivers that cannot separate. And can we just give the Patriots their due? I understand they made Sam Darnold look foolish last night, but they've made a lot of quarterbacks look foolish. This is the best secondary I've ever seen. This is an incredible defense. And if you don't have wide receivers that can separate for man coverage, man, you are going to have a long day against them. And look, the Patriots' defense was great. And they were in a situation that they're built for. They got a lead. They could just get after the quarterback, and they have great cover corners against receivers that can't separate. It was a terrible matchup. Everything New England does well, especially defensively, is exactly what New York doesn't do well on offense. But before you panic and say, oh, he's a bust after this game, he's a bum, the Jets made a horrible decision, you do realize last week he threw for over 300 yards and two touchdowns. You do realize that, right? And this will be an important learning week for Darnold for two reasons. Number one, don't talk about how great this offense is, especially before playing a great defense. And number two, don't press. And I get it. He was put in a situation. Think about this offense, too. When Sam Darnold couldn't play because of Mono, they were dead last in offense. They were dead last. And you saw the difference with him last week. You don't think he feels the pressure That if he doesn't perform well, this offense isn't going to get anything done. Look, we have to remember that Darnold is a baby. That was his 16th start, and he's 22 years old. I mean, he's basically now played a full season of games. And we've seen some great moments, and last night was definitely not one of them. But he's still a young quarterback. And the good news for him is the schedule and the defenses get a lot easier. Up until week 14, the schedule is going to be 9-31. and 31. That's the good news. I also think he's never going to get mic'd again, which will probably be a good idea. 
but I'll get to that in a minute as well. But overall, for everyone killing Sam Darlin, look, he had a terrible game. I'm not defending that. He did not play well. But can we at least admit that he was playing an elite defense that has arguably the best secondary we've ever seen, that the number one statistical defense in history through this point of the season, and oh, by the way, they were starting a Patrick offensive line that on its best day is average. They were starting a rookie at left tackle against the Patriots last night. I mean, come on. Come on. And this gets to the bigger point. And I know a lot of your ways. Well, what are you going to say about Adam Gase? Well, I'm still going to get to him, but I'm going to take a little detour here and look as the Jets as a whole. This organization is a complete mess. Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold were put in situations where they were going to have to overcome organizational chaos. Just look at the past 12 months. They hire Adam Gase, who they sell to the fans as an offensive guru, instead of getting Mike McCarthy, who's won a Super Bowl, and said he wanted to be the head coach. Then they have a general manager who runs the draft, and there's a feeling through the organization we find out afterward they were going to fire him, but they still let him run the draft. And despite being a rebuilding team, they didn't trade back to get picks, and they didn't get guys that could really help them. Look at the Jets draft this year. People killed their draft this year because of the players they got. Think about the first three players that they have picked in that draft. Quinnen Williams, who you hope will be a good defensive lineman, but the strength of the defense is defensive line. And they didn't trade back to get more picks, and they didn't get a pass rusher like a Josh Allen. Then in the third round, they get Ja'Kai Polite, who isn't even on the team anymore and had red flags and was throughout the process, people were saying, don't even draft him. He's a first-round talent, but don't draft him. They cut him before we even got to the regular season. Then you look at Chuma Aduga, the left tackle. And he, to his credit, look, he was overwhelmed last night. I think of all the draft picks, he could be an interesting one. But he is clearly over his head. Blake Cashman's been a decent linebacker for them. But Wesco has barely played. And then they drafted a corner that's on IR. They had six picks. For a rebuilding franchise, they didn't address their biggest needs and get guys who, I don't know, could help them this year. Then they fire the general manager. Everything they are doing is not good, and last night was the pinnacle of it. Last night was the pinnacle of it. Against, arguably, the best defense we have seen, and without question, the best defense in football this year. Sam Darnold's making his second start after Mono. He's wearing a flak jacket to protect his spleen so it doesn't explode. And no one in the organization, no one in the organization thought, hey, you know what? This is going to be a really good defense. Maybe we shouldn't put Sam Darnold on the mic tonight. I mean, we got Jamal Adams. You know, he'll give great sound bites. We can convince ESPN he's a great sound guy. You know, we got C.J. Mosley back. I mean, Demarius Thomas even is replaying the Patriots, and he's been a big headliner this week calling out the Patriots, even though he can't catch when he's wide open. But no, we're going to put it on Sam Darnold. Because this organization now, they've put their quarterback, their franchise quarterback, in a situation where not only was he outgunned and outcoached last night, but then on a national stage, on a national stage, they put him on a microphone against that great defense and it gets a sound bite that could haunt him. You're trying to build confidence in Sam Darnold. You're trying to build him up. 
And last night, you gave the country a chance to tear him down. Which leads me to Adam Gase. And I know I sound like a broken record. He's got to be one and done as a head coach. This is embarrassing. The Jets, it's one thing to be bad, but the Jets are an embarrassment. And if there's any reservations with the Johnson family, think of these two things. Number one, what have I said repeatedly? The only thing that's going to save Adam Gase from this embarrassment is being the quarterback guru that we keep being sold he is and make Sam Darnold look good. And after last week, we're like, hey, you know, Darnold looks pretty good. Maybe there's something here. But last night, he looked horrible. He looked overwhelmed. And I'll get to the little X's and O's about Gase in a minute. But the second thing about this Jet team, which cannot be understated, is this. It's one thing to be bad at a 1 o'clock game. But think of it this way. On national television, on Monday Night Football this year, twice, not only have the Jets lost, but they have been humiliated. They have been humiliated. They've been outscored on Monday Night Football at home, by the way. At home, 56-3. to I'm not kidding. And I get the first one. Well, they didn't have Darnold. They had Trevor Simeon. Okay. But the national audience looks at the Jets and they're laughing at the organization. They're saying, this organization? Man, they're inept. And last night they're saying, oh, Sam Darnold. Oh, God, he looks like a bust, even though they forget he played well last week. Optics aren't everything in the NFL, But if you're the Johnson family and you're in the Jets organization, you have to be embarrassed because the nation is making fun of you again for the second time this year. And the culture has to change because the biggest moments in the Jets history over the last decade have been embarrassing moments in prime time games in front of the entire world to see. And Adam Gase last night, left his quarterback out to dry. Can I, I know, I know people are going to comment on this saying, I'm too hard on Gase. I don't know what I'm talking about. But you see this Patriot pass rush getting to him untouched, and they don't adjust. One of my biggest criticisms of Gase is he doesn't adjust. He doesn't make adjustments, and that's one of the biggest things in football you have to do. When things aren't working, you got to make those adjustments. And the Jets didn't do it. The Jets' game plan last night was horrendous. I mean, we heard all the talk about how big of a game this was. They looked completely unprepared against New England with an extra day of prep. Not only have the Jets looked bad, they've looked unprepared, and that's on the head coach. That's on the coaching staff. The coaching game plan last night was horrendous. And they didn't make the adjustments throughout the game. I know we don't have any good receiving tight ends, but maybe we could keep one on the line to block to give Sam Darnold an extra half a second. Maybe we could put a running back in the backfield to chip, to throw a body, give Darnold some time in the pocket. He had no time to throw. Two of those picks were off the zero blitz, and he had zero time to throw it, and he was just trying to get out of there so he didn't get killed. Don't forget this about Darnold, and I don't think it's being said enough. One reason he looks so antsy in the pocket 
might be that he's trying to protect himself more. Because don't forget, he had mono. He was told if he blows his spleen, he could die. You don't think that that's in the back of his head and the whole ghost comment came about because he's under so much pressure and getting hit, he's thinking to himself, man, I just got to try to survive this. I just got to throw the ball away so maybe I can get a penalty or something. Just get it out. And they didn't adjust the routes. The Jets were trying to go down the field with receivers that can't separate against the best secondary in football. We, we can't throw five-yard outs. We can't try to, you know, get yards after the catch. You know, they kept taking shots down the field. That's not what you do against this Patriot defense. And you could just tell that Darnold last night was rattled and his confidence was shot by the end of that game. And that's on the head coach. He didn't have this team prepared and he didn't make the adjustments to not only stay in the game, but protect his number one asset, his franchise quarterback. And once again, in front of the nation, the Jets were absolutely humiliated. And I will say this again, I've been saying it for weeks, the Jets need to fire Adam Gase. Could they do it midseason? That would be great, but in all likelihood it will come at the end of the season because this team needs to find a guy who can change the culture. And I understand that they didn't love Mike McCarthy and that he was super innovative, but when he was fired and came back to Green Bay, Everyone was appreciative of the work he'd done there. That's how much he meant to that organization. The Jets need someone like that to help build up this organization. Look at Rule and College of Baylor again. I know it wasn't a popular hire last year if they made it, but he's undefeated at Baylor this year, and Baylor looks pretty good, and I would rather take a shot on him and building a new culture than give the keys back to Adam Gase. I'm just looking right now, this offense and this team, they're not prepared, they don't make adjustments, and once again, they are getting humiliated. It's not that the Jets are losing. If the Jets were competitive in these games, I think the fans would understand if they were 1-5. They looked at the schedule and it was tough the first six games. But these games were close, Darnold looked good, they had a sense of competence, they looked like they were prepared. I think Jet fans would be forgiving. People in the national media are picking on Jet fans, thinking that Jet fans are bozos, but Jet fans are pretty smart. Jet fans want to be competitive. They understand, look, this is a team, if everything broke right, could maybe compete for a playoff spot, but you were hoping to get seven, eight wins this year. And could they go on a run during this weaker schedule? Absolutely. But the thing is, it's not just that they're losing, it's how they're losing. They're not even competitive. It's embarrassing. They don't even look prepared. Adam Gase, one of the big selling points we got as the fan base was, you know, he looks really good against New England. I mean, he's been in New England a couple times in Miami. He's got the formula figured out. Well, he sure didn't have it last night. I mean, they, they knew everything Adam Gase was going to throw at them, and they took it. And if you are Adam Gase, you need to look in the mirror and realize, if I don't turn Sam Darnold around, I'm losing my job. Because the one saving grace for him will be if Darnold looks good. And he has an opportunity the next couple of games. And look, for everyone killing Darnold, he had a bad game, but it was also against a great defense. And he also doesn't have a great head coach with him, in my opinion. He doesn't have a good offensive coordinator. 
But this whole Jets season has been dysfunction from the top down. And I know I pick on Adam Gase, but I'm calling out the organization this week for putting the mic on Darnold in that big game so he could get embarrassed nationally. I'm putting it on them for how they handled the offseason, how they handled the draft, how once again, one of the reasons this team is so inept is because of their poor draft history. You can make a case, and I don't really have an argument with you, that over the last five years, no team has drafted worse than the New York Jets. Outside of Jamal Adams and Sam Darnold, who fell to the Jets, by the way, who have the Jets drafted that's been a difference maker? Here's the good news. We all knew, as Jet fans, the first six games were going to be a gauntlet. You don't have to play New England anymore. This season has gone as bad as it possibly could for the first six games. But the schedule does open up. They play teams that are combined 10 and 31, including a couple winless teams. And if Gase wants any chance of keeping his job, he has to not only look good, make Sam Darnold look like a competent quarterback. If he doesn't, he's gone. He has to be gone. Because there are bare options out there. He's a second-time head coach. And this is embarrassing. Not only are the Jets losing, but they're getting embarrassed. This Monday night is embarrassing. And I know it stings right now, Jets fans. But here could be the potential good news. Outside of the schedule getting easier, if Darnold becomes a franchise quarterback, which might be next year if he gets the right coaching, or maybe Gase will... I don't know, stumble across the magic formula in the next couple weeks. But if Darnold can become this team's franchise quarterback, and I think he has the makeup to be that, despite the dysfunction of the organization around him, then this game is going to be forgotten. It will only be remembered if the Jets cannot help Sam Darnold develop. And I understand that's a scary thought, but if they can get it right, and if Darnold can play well, this is just going to be a footnote. We're just going to look back on this and say, well, the Patriots were on their way to another Super Bowl and their defense was one of the greatest of all time that year. And look, Darnold was still young at that point. It's all about moving forward. If Darnold can play well and play like he's capable of playing, then this game will become a memory. And that's what the Jets have to do moving forward. Put the pieces around him, whether it's a new coach whether it's new offensive line in the offseason, whether it's restructuring this roster, put Darnold in a position where this game becomes a footnote in history. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Thank you so much for joining us here today. Make sure to like and subscribe so you don't miss any of our latest content. But until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk.